0: What's up, y'all? It's Samantha and Sydney, and we're back with another episode that you don't want to miss on the Deeper Than Tech podcast, where we talk about how to grow your career in an industry that was not designed with us in mind. In today's episode, we're going to go over opinions. We're going to be very opinionated in this episode about all the unpopular opinions in the software development world, like true, false. Is this the correct statement? Should we follow this? You're about to find out. Let's get started. So the first kind of myth debunk situation is people say that Git is horrible. How do you feel about that?
1: Oh, no, I might get like just blasted for this. I don't love Git, but like I see where it is very necessary (laughs) to people's processes. I think that it's a good way to understand like how OG how you're supposed to be coding. Like you do it in the terminal. That's how you like, what is it? Execute our commands and things. And just making sure that you kind of understand like how visually that like works I think is really important to be able to rebase like do all your stuff with your branches and things so I'm kind of neutral about it but it was hard for me to learn and so I can understand where there's like a little bit of hate with it but like why not like just use what you have and you know, let it keep evolving for what it is. Just, I don't know. That's how I feel about it. I I might get some slack <laughs> No, black no for that. I don't <laughs> think
0: so. I mean, Git, to me, isn't horrible. It's just like, for me, it's just yeah. built into the system. Like, it's what we're going to use to like, I mean, you can't really code with other people if you don't have some type of version control. So it's just like there. I know the basics of GitHub. I mean, not GitHub, GitHub is a whole different enterprise, but Git, I know the basics, like I know how to Git pull, Git merge, all that stuff. That's all you need to know. (laughs) Anything extra is like, you really have like some type of really bad rebase and you have to figure out how to like Google that command, but just just use it y'all, stop complaining about it.
1: (laughs) right. (laughs) Like, (laughs) we don't have to code in the terminal anymore. Like, it's it's all right. Chill, chill out.
0: So all the computer science majors are gonna hate this one, but Java sucks big time.
1: I have said this on the Ladybug podcast. Java was my first introduction professionally into the tech industry. I'm first, like I was taught in JavaScript. And so like having to go from a functional programming language to like a class base and things like, and strongly typed. I was like, what the hell? what is this like why do i need to have all of this when this is so constraining like what do we need to do this for and personally i think that a lot of people do share the same opinion about this because there weren't as many very helpful developers and communities out there to make people just feel more comfortable about like how much they were struggling it was just a lot of cis white male like dominated conversations about it that were highly technical and things and so like of course you're gonna feel alone with like having to do all of this this, this learning for yourself. And so I only feel a different perspective now because I know Angie Jones. I really love her work in the tech industry and I love her course. Go look at her course at Test Automation University, y'all. Like it is so clear, it is so concise. I really love how she is breaking the concepts of Java down. And I really wish that I would have had that when I was learning it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't love it, but like I can see why people don't love it. And I'm a believer now. I can understand why this is needed.
0: (laughs) I actually didn't know the history of Java and like the the culture around it. So thank you for letting me know. That's pretty interesting stuff. (laughs) I have no... (laughs) opinions about Java. I've never used it. I just know that mm. I don't want to use it. I enjoy Python and I enjoy PHP. PHP might be worse than Java, apparently, but that's what I'm used mm. to.
1: I, mm, I I definitely have opinions <laughs> on that. So yeah, PHP is no bueno. <laughs>
0: but that's what I use at my job. So I have no opinions that's about fair. Java, but I yeah. think I know a lot of computer science students use it. So it could be easier if they use like a more friendly language first and then go backwards I, I maybe agree. and like I agree that might be a thing so we talk about Java how it's a little bit of older language I would say
1: and I think that's why it's more reliable that's why I was kind of saying like maybe the communities like you know now are a little bit different than from what it was like you know back then and when people were in college and stuff so that's why people feel kind of like constrained and alone like trying to figure things out with it so yeah it just there it was a different time it was a different time to like you know learn all these things and so now we have like newer technologies newer ways to actually like learn this and it's not as like it's not as like Cold. I feel like it's not as difficult to like find a community that's like, oh, yeah, we'll help you with this. You know, all that fun stuff. So, yeah.
0: So, yes, we are like older language. Now, have programming languages not made any progress? What do you think about that? What
1: does that mean? Like made any progress as to like how they're updated and things? Like very interesting. Yes, very,
0: very interesting. I think definitely made progress, right? Each time a new language comes out, they try to solve an issue that a previous language didn't solve correctly. I'm not saying, like, Rust is a new language. I think it solves—I have never used it, but from my understanding, it it solves a lot of problems that other languages fail to solve. But no one's really using Rust in production, so I don't know.
1: (laughs) I mean, like, what is TypeScript? Like, Like, hello? That's very strange. That is an opinion out there I guess because I feel like you know not that I'm saying that like TypeScript was the end-all be-all to like help solve like where JavaScript was failing but now you have a more strongly typed system in which you were using JavaScript to make sure that the code is not assuming what you were trying to do, you know? So like, I feel like that's improvements and leaps and bounds, like what? That's very interesting to hear about. I can't speak for any like other particular languages, but like libraries, you know, like, what do we have Next for? What do we have Node for, for JavaScript? What do we have, gosh, for Java? There's so many like extensions, there's so many, what is it, libraries to like help us like improve on the progress that they've already made so like what does that mean when they say that languages haven't made any progress like because you know, you might need to use semicolons sometimes, and you might not need to use semicolons in different programming languages. Like, it's a very strange thing to say without like any evidence to, I guess, like back that up. So I'm very curious what people have to like say about that on the negative side of that.
0: Well, I think we just solved the problem is false. That is definitely not a situation here, Yeah,
1: <laughs> for sure.
0: There's another saying that code needs to be dry, aka don't repeat yourself, try to like separate your code and reuse it in other places. How do you feel about that?
1: I think that is false to a certain extent. Dry code isn't necessarily the best code. Just like there are people out there that are going to think that refactored code is going to be better than like unrefactored code or just like the original and things, you know, you can be clever all that you want with code, but if people don't understand what in the world you are trying to do with this and you're thinking too much about like making it simpler easier faster drier whatever and like you have your whole team over here that like doesn't understand what you're talking about because of either like lack of documentation or just lack understanding of like what your process was i'm not gonna understand this and so therefore i'm not gonna want that to be dry i always go for make it work then make it pretty just Make it work instead of having to go through all of this, like, assumption beforehand to try and make it pretty as well as work, because that will keep your wheels spinning. So if you make it a priority to keep all of your stuff dry all the time, then, yeah, you might have dry code, but, like, is it readable? Do you understand what's going on? Or are you going to come back tomorrow and be like, what did I do? what drugs was I on while I was writing this, you know? So I think that's false to a certain extent. It's very nice to make sure that very obvious signs of code where you're repeating it, like, too many times, like, needs to go into a function and things, like, of course. But there's a certain extent to where, like, you need to make sure that your stuff is readable, and it's not always good to assume that things need to be dry to do that. More... Error on the side of like not assuming that everybody is on the same wavelength as you. And if you need to make it dryer later, make it drier later.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. Readability is way more important than giving yourself a pat, a visible pat on your back of like, I made it super dry. Mm-hmm. Like nobody cares about mm-hmm. that. Can I, as a, another developer, come in?
1: <laughs> Sorry, I don't like crust. you crusty. Crusty, <laughs> crusty
0: code. <laughs> Yeah, if, <laughs> if I'm a new developer, I want to come in and be able to understand what's going on. I don't want to have to ask you why do you use this reducer when you could just use it like use state. I'm like, just come on now. Chill out, chill out with all that stuff. So thinking about like making sure your code is reusable and readable, is pre-optimization perfectly fine?
1: Is pre-optimization fine? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think so. And I think that this is where more experienced developers have like a disconnect with people that are like junior developers. I really don't think that you need to be thinking of like all of the solutions to make things like cleaner, more like readable and much faster and things again, make it work first and then you make it pretty like. It just needs to work if you do that then you have like all the time in the world to like make sure that you're able to refactor it do whatever to like make it faster and things so uh, i no, i would rather you not because i don't want to have to like try and go on a tangent with you to figure out like you know what's the advantage of like having to make sure that this is like faster or stronger or better or whatever who cares like i just want to make it work first i just want to make it work and then we can start figuring that stuff out so yeah i
0: think that's a fine line Because when you think about, like, sometimes product will give you, like, this is what we need today. But as engineers, we kind of have to think about, like, Where can this go? Can we set this up to like be expandable in any direction? Or should we just follow them to the T? So there's like a fine line that we shouldn't like, like you said, try to make everything look pretty. Let's just get it done. But like making sure that you set yourself up. So like if somebody else, like you leave your job and somebody else comes in, they don't have to refactor all your code. They could just like pick off because it was expandable. So this is a huge topic. It's the most dumb topic there is in coding whatsoever. Code should be indented with tabs and not spaces. How do you feel about this conversation?
1: Why do we still have this conversation when we have extensions and VS Code to like solve this for us?
0: (laughs) Yeah, people still talk about it. I think it's just like it's been going on for so long. They just don't know how to drop the issue. I
1: don't care. Like, I'm sorry. Just that is. Who cares? <laughs> just I literally have what what is that? Beautify, pretty fi, yeah. Whatever the heck the pretty fi just whatever that extension is, I let that. I let VS Code do that for me. Like I am not worried about that. When I as soon as I say, ooh, it looks pretty now. Okay, I can read it. Moving on, like what's the difference? Like it's a space. Like, how are you gonna know that it's like a space or a tab? Why are you making code like one long line of code on the same line why like <laughs> just like why do you need that it just let let vs code think about that stuff for you like that that is why we get paid the big bucks to like leave some of these like smaller things to like the people that need to think about it and then like le- leave the other like grunt work to the rest of us like this is this is a silly debate I am letting beautify whatever. Think about that stuff for me. Just like, let's actually do the work instead of this debating this. This this is silly.
0: <laughs> it's funny because like we talk about using more advanced code editors like VS Code. There's also something called Vim and Emacs, which are a little bit like old school. And some people say they are the cool kids. Are they
1: the cool kids? Oh no. I don't even know what that means. Like, oh no. Just, I don't have an opinion enough to like, because I don't have an opinion enough to know because I haven't had to like deep dive into these enough to like care and maybe that is on me for like not being a good developer and things because of that but just like i know that i can use vim i know that i can use emac like if i need to great if like i'm assuming that i use vim majority of the time if i like need to do stuff but like i i don't have an opinion because i'm not diving into that world enough to like Care this. This is not particularly a part of my job to care. And again, I might get canceled for that, but it's fine. It's it's fine. We'll figure it out.
0: No, you won't get canceled. (laughs) I mean, I feel like if you use those systems, you have to be like a really good typer, like because like that's all you're doing is you're like typing, tabbing, getting to places really fast with your keyboards, and that's great. (laughs) But you could also do that with newer text editors who give you extra features and. Actually, it's funny because I was pair programming with somebody who was a Vim user, and I actually had cooler hotkeys than they did. So I'm just like, what are you doing? But it's okay. We all enjoy our own text editors. And I feel like sometimes those people who use Vim and Emacs are kind of like 10x developers. A 10x developer is somebody who's like more, 10 times more efficient than the average developer on the team. Do you think those people actually exist?
1: I do, but to their detriment or to their team's detriment, and I will tell you why. Why do you feel like you need to be so efficient at your job 100% of the time? And more importantly, why do you feel like your hotkeys, your shortcuts, your this, your that, makes you either... 10 times more productive, 10 times a better developer um, than, like, say, your coworker over here because you turned in your work faster. Like, I do not live to code, okay? So I'm gonna tell you right now, like, this is my job, this is my nine to five, and so I treat it as a job. And I'm here and I am dedicated to the extent that I need to, and then I'm going to go live my life. But I'm not about to sit here and efficiently like make all these hotkeys make all these shortcuts and things to then get even more work to then burn myself out and then potentially put all of that expectation on my other co-workers to be exactly like me to then like have this whole kind of storm of like needing to be like so productive and blah 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 blah, blah where like you're never gonna have any breaks you're never gonna feel like you're able to have any downtime like at work because you're so efficient doing this and blah 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 no why do you feel like you need to be so efficient so fast at your job to the extent to where you will get burnt out or you're doing stuff fast and wrong fast and wrong? take your pick take honestly take your pick because there's no reason for you to be like having to do all this stuff if you're good at it and if you know that your work is going to be good after you've, like, done all this stuff, being a 10 times, great. I'm so happy for you. But that is not my expectation for anybody that, like, I work for who works with me and things. Because, like, look, I, I need to read everything that I do line by line before I even, like, save anything. Because I want to make sure that it's right and I want to make sure that it's done at the same time time so there are 10 times whatever developers out there yeah i believe that they exist but i feel like depending on what they are trying to do whether or not they are doing stuff fast and wrong or whether or not you know there's there's a higher kind of stakes for them to be doing things that is a detriment to themselves and potentially the environment around them because of the expectations that they place on themselves so you have to be very very careful with calling yourself that and then projecting that kind of out to other people because you're going to be more prone to burnout you're going to be more prone to projecting that expectation onto everybody else and then what? you all are mad no i'm not doing that i'm not doing that to myself i'm not doing that to other people yeah
0: so clearly we don't believe in 10x developers But we do believe in 1x developer. And by you listening to this podcast, you became a 1x developer. Thank you all so much for listening to the Deeper Than Tech podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, all that good stuff.